welcome to the Missouri Valley One Valley Voices for Change podcast. I'm Kelly Burke, and today I'm so pleased to be joined by Evansville Volleyball Head Coach Fernando Morales and Senior Outside Hitter Alondra Vasquez as we celebrate National Hispanic Heritage Month. Welcome to both of you. Good to see you. Uh, you're both in different parts of the world, so let's uh, let's start there. Uh, Coach, uh, give us a little update. You're, you're playing in the World Cup right now, so give us an update of where you are. Yes, we're in Netherlands right now in Rotterdam, uh, the second round of the World Championships. We started in Arnhem and passed to the second round. We're, we're in the top 16 teams in the world right now, so we're excited about that. But we have, of course, a tough uh, pool. Uh, looking forward uh, to, you know, it, it has been a great experience. Hopefully we can finish strong and also looking forward towards the end of the uh, Missouri Valley Conference. You know, it's been a crazy start. Everybody beating each oh other. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been up until four in the morning watching my team play the the four nights uh, we played. Uh, and excited about this weekend and, and then being there back next week and, and continuing this season with the team. Yeah. So, I wonder what what is that like um, with Coach over you know over uh, not across the world, but he's over in the <laughs> Netherlands. Um, and you guys keeping tabs on what he's doing. Um, with the Puerto Rican yes. national team and well well in the beginning it was a little bit hard because you know we're used to uh, you know how cushion on every practice but I feel like he prepared us so well so like even though he's not here like we know what we need to do and like we all go 100% all the time also like he see our practice or game like he said he's always up until like 4 a.m. to see our games and like after every game he always like texts us like hey like we need to get better at this or we we did this good you know so every time he's like he's like not here like physically but like he's there it's like 50 50. <laughs> yeah that's amazing both of you you're both from Puerto Rico um and you're both of obviously Hispanic heritage so Alondra let's start with you just how has being from Puerto Rico and your Hispanic heritage how has that shaped you? So yeah, um, me actually being from Puerto Rico, of course, we're Hispanics, we're Latinos, um, our country is so small. So for me, being in US playing Division One volleyball is like huge for me, my family, my friends. So like, I yes, I represent UE, but also represent my country. I represent the Hispanic um, group, the Latino group. So yeah, it's awesome. It feels really great. Coach, what about you? Because you're you're also from Puerto Rico, a slightly different part, I believe. Yeah, we're uh, like 20 minutes apart, like yeah. uh, our houses are from each other. But yeah, nice. like Alondra said, uh, playing volleyball in Puerto Rico, we know when we follow Division One volleyball, and see uh, every every division, of course. But you know, our our hopes is to get to the highest division. Uh, and being being there and being uh, you know seeing Alondra, Melanie, Julia, all, all those kids being so successful at this level, you know, it it let us know we belong here and and. We, we are working hard. Uh, we are a uh, big shout out to the University of Evansville uh, athletic department. They're very open. They're very helpful with whatever we need, especially now uh, they're letting me be here and not be with the team and they're supporting me all the time. So they know that we have other things going on. Not, it's not only being there uh, and they allow us to do uh, all these different things to represent our country. Alondra was with us in the national team in the summer in the Challenger Cup. So, so they let us, uh, you know, they, we are very proud of where we come from and they let us represent our country. So thanks to them for that. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of the Challenger Cup, I mean, you, you both were a part of it this summer um, in Croatia in, in July. And so 
what were the biggest memories from being able to share that experience together as part of the Puerto Rican national team? Um, yeah, I well, think. Oh, go coach, you go. <laughs> right, uh, for me, you know, uh, I think uh, having, having Alondra there, you know, gave me, uh, she knowing me so well, even better than the national team players that I coach only for two years and the last two years have been crazy because of COVID. I work with Alondra for five years now every day. So, uh, you know, she know how I, I react and sometimes I overreact to things and she was the voice to tell the, the players like, it's okay, she, he's not mad at anyone, he's just like that. So she helped me a lot in that regard. And, you know, having Alondra that I know so well, I know what she brings to the court. So went to bring her in and she came in against Croatia in a really important moment. And we won one set and almost won the next one when she came in. So, you know, having a player I know so much helps us, help, help me both in the court and out of the court with the girls, you know, <laughs> handling yeah. the, the whole situation. Yeah. Alondra, how about you? Yeah, for well, for my side, he I helped him, but he also helped me a lot because you know, like that was my first time ever going with the because I played in June with the sub twenty three. Then we went to represent the big national team because the Puerto at home was going on, so we had to replace them. But for the Croatia tournament, I went with the national team, so I literally was playing with all my idols, see them playing just little, and then having coach there it was like okay, like I know Coach Fernando, like he gave me that confidence to like play and then when I went in I was like I got this like I know coach he put me because he trusts me so um it was like so nice and then I learned a lot from like all the players they give me so many advices like it was just wonderful yeah Alondra when you came in uh five years ago now as a freshman how much did did having Fernando you know and his Puerto Rican ties influence your decision to be an ace Yes, so um, our last coach also was, um, he was also Puerto Rican, but then having Coach Fernando, like it was two Puerto Rican coaches, which is nice because then um, I will learn faster. Also, I was really struggling with English my freshman year, so I literally couldn't talk at all. I was really? like, just, yes, and I'm a comm major, so I like to talk, I like to interact with people, but you can ask Coach Fernando, I will not talk a single word because I was scared. I was like, I don't know what to say, I didn't understand. And then having him, um, coming in and then having my other coach, he like, they like, hey, you got this, like you got to talk. And then if I didn't understand, they talk Spanish, so it like, helped me a lot. And then just having him there all the time during the years. And then he put me now, like he take me to the national team. It's a great opportunity for me. So I just love it having him there. Well, that's a, I mean, your, your English is so good now. So that's Thank amazing. You. I mean, I would never have guessed that. Wow. No, I didn't, no, I didn't talk English. Uh, you can ask Christian, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, when you were a freshman, what was the biggest transition going from Puerto Rico, where you, you are from and live, to Evansville, Indiana? I mean, it's just drastically different. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was like, um, that was my first time living my family. So um, my family part wasn't the hardest part for me. I think it was the language because I was showing classes, communicating. Also the food is really different for what we eat at home. So I was a little struggle there. And also the weather, because it's, it's hot all the time in Puerto Rico. So I hate cold. So I was like, <laughs> I hate this place. I don't like the coldness. So, but now I'm fine now. I'm a fifth year senior, I'm used to it. So it's, it's now now, it's good. Yeah, I understand the cold thing. I live in Florida, so I, I get you there. And I'm originally from Arizona, so. <laughs> really, no, I just, I can't handle cold. 
And I know how, how has the local Hispanic community in Evansville really embraced you and your team? Yeah, we, we've, first we have a, a kind of small Puerto Rican community. Uh, I run a club as well in the Evansville United Volleyball Academy. And we have four or five Puerto Rican coaches, uh, other than okay. the ones in, in, in UE. at UE. Uh, so we have a small group of 10, 12 people from Puerto Rico that we get together all the time. And we also met uh, people from all over Mexico, uh, Colombia, a lot of places. And, and you know, we, we try to do things together. I think uh, we were surprised that there were so many uh, Hispanic or Latin people in Evansville. Okay. Uh, but, you know, they are and they're proud of, of that. And so we have uh, a lot of choices in food or go, where to go to speak Spanish. And we get together as a group uh, also. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, when we get homesick, we know who to call and where to go. So we, you know, we get back, get our minds clear and, and get back to work. That's wonderful. And I want to jump in. Sure, go ahead. Say, um, we have a, in the UE, like in general, like outside of volleyball, they have like a Latino group. Yeah. And they're like, they know is so many like Latino or Hispanic in the volleyball team. So they support us so much. So like, literally oh, they're okay. in every game and like they bring flags. For example, it's like two new Puerto coming in and like two Puerto and join the university. So like, they're like, oh my gosh, so many Puerto around. So like they're part of the group now. And for this month, they're doing so many things just because of us, because like awesome. it's so many Latino people in the volleyball team. So yeah. they're like very supportive, like outside of volleyball and, you know, other stuff. That's so great to hear. For This is for both of you, Alondra, we'll start with you. What What is something that most people don't realize about the Puerto Rican culture? Oh, that was a tough question. <laughs> Gosh, do you want to start? I can jump in. Uh, yeah, the, the, the hardest part, and maybe we cannot even explain it, is the relationship between Puerto Rico and USA. We're not a state, but we have U.S. passports, so we're part of USA, but we have our own national team. Yeah. So that's, you know, people, we we don't know how to explain it because it's, it's super complicated, and people don't know. Uh, a lot of people don't even know we're part of USA. A lot of people know, but don't know to what extent. They don't know we if we vote for president that we vote, if we have U.S. passport. <laughs> so that's super complicated. Uh, but other than that, you know, they know uh, a lot of, uh, about Puerto Rico because of you know, baseball players that played from Puerto Rico that played the major leagues and, and all sports or, or artists or, or singers. So they do know about Puerto Rico. They just, you know, I think the most complicated thing is that relationship with Puerto Rico and the USA. Yeah, that makes sense. How much of the, you know, my mom is from Pennsylvania and the area she specifically grew up. Um, there was a Puerto Rican community nearby. And one thing that I always noticed um, when I would meet people in that community is just the family feel. Mm -hmm. So how much is the Puerto Rican culture, Alondra, really rooted in, in family? Yeah, um, um, we're like super familiar. Like we, when, when, when we're in Evansville, when we see a Puerto Rican, it's like, oh my God, you're Puerto Rican. Can I have your number? Can I invite you over? Can I see you again? It's like, we're super familiar because like, at least here in the Midwest, in Indiana, in Evansville, you don't see a lot of like Latino or Puerto Rican. So every time we see someone, it's like, you're my family. You don't know me, but I'm your family. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. So yeah, we're like, everything is around family. Like Christmas, you have to be with your family. So yeah. yeah. Um, Fernando, you know, of, of the players on your team, you, you've got the three, including Alondra from Puerto Rico. You've got Julie from Argentina. Uh, most of your staff, I believe, is, is of Hispanic heritage, if not all of them. 
Um, how have you, how have you all included the rest of your team in understanding and, um, but more importantly, celebrating your Hispanic heritage? I think uh, the players have done that uh, very well. Uh, we, we ran to our, our culture is a player-based culture. It's not a coach saying what to do. You know, the captains always uh, say the rules and, and, you know, put the culture in. Uh, I think it's more natural that way. So, so because it comes from the player, I, I think they, they want to learn more about where, where Alondra or Melanie or Julia or Laura come from. So they start uh, learning and respecting us more and, and try to find out more and learn more and, re and, you know, help us more. It was back a month ago or three weeks ago, there was a hurricane that passed through Puerto Rico and everybody was asking and trying to help. So, so I think uh, thanks to the players that we have there, they have uh, created conscious of, of what's Puerto Rico, what's Argentina, what goes on there. If they need to help with something, they always do. So I think that's, you know, and I think all the credit is to the players and right now to Alondra because she's one of our captains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say our team take it like take that this mom like super personal because we have so many Latinos. She's they like feel special that they have us in the team. So they they make it like a big deal. They're like, we want to do this, we're gonna make shirts, we're gonna make a, a volleyball theme game going on. Like they they really work really hard because like not everyone in the conference or like in the country has so many like Latina players in a team. So they're like, okay, we have them, so we gotta celebrate them. So they they take it really personal and like they commit if they want to do something they're like hey we have this idea can we make it happen and we talk to coach and coach is like yeah sure we can make whatever you guys want so they're like super commitment about we want to do this and we got to do it you know yeah that's great so obviously you have a ton of support within your own team for for other teams out there uh, in the college landscape how can hispanic athletes be best supported by their teammates and coaches I think it's just being open, uh, uh, you know, I think the U.S., uh, especially the sports community in the U.S. is very open-minded and very willing to accept people and help people. And that's what sports is about, not only people from other countries or other backgrounds, but from the same backgrounds. Or, so that's what, uh, you know, sports teach us. Not only, it's not only about getting scholarships or, or playing pro or, you know, making money. I think knowing other people, knowing how to work in a team with people that are different, with you have different personalities, different background. Uh, I think uh, team sports do that a lot. So I, I will tell the other Hispanic uh, players that are around the country to be open. I, I'm sure they will find teams and coaches that will want to help them and accept them. Yeah. Wonder anything you want to add there? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> You know, coach, I wanted to ask, you know, two years ago, you became the head coach of the Puerto Rican Nas women's national team. Uh, you were also a captain of the Puerto Rico men's national team as a player, though, back in the day. So how full circle of a moment has it been for you being on both sides of it, first as a player, but now as a coach? I think when 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 I retired as a player from the national team, I, I didn't never thought I was going to be here again. You know, it, it was so fun. And we take so much pride in representing our country. And it's so much fun when you come to these trips and, and go to all these different places and meet these different people. And I thought it was over for me when, when I retired as a player. And then when I got the call and the opportunity, I, I didn't think about it. I'm, again, I am very grateful with, with uh, 
athletic department that they allow me to do this even when I lose some games during season. And I try to do my best to be there when I'm not there. But we, like I told you, we take a lot of pride on, on representing our country and, and having these experiences, especially here being in the world championship with the top teams in the world. Uh, you know, it's, it's, there's not, no better thing in volleyball. I'm with the best in the world competing. So I think, you know, this is a, the, the highest you can go in volleyball. Yeah. What is, uh, I mean, you touched on it briefly when we started this, but what's the juggling act look, looked like as, as Evansville's head coach, but also the Puerto Rican national team coach, because you've been all over the world this, this summer. And obviously you're coming back to the United States and Evansville here fairly shortly. Yeah. So, so the downside is I don't have any time to go visit, uh, the Netherlands. I'm, I'm working all day. I'm in the morning, waking up, doing the watching practice from Evansville, doing the scouting reports for this weekend, calling players, calling coaches to do the plan for this weekend. And then the afternoon hits, and then I have to do the scouting reports for Puerto Rico national team, watch video, run practice, coach the game. So it's it's been like, I'm in, in, in Netherlands, but I haven't seen a lot of the country. Hopefully the last day I can get to see something because uh, I've been working the whole day. And, and then when the weekends come, uh, Fridays we play at 1 a.m. local time here and then Saturdays at midnight so I'm up until 3 4 in the morning wow. to wake up at 8 to start over again wow. so it's it's been a lot but you know I it's you know I, I love it it's what I love and, and and the two things I you know I'm most uh repress I, I like to represent that it's the Puerto Rico national team and you know Evans has been great to me so I I like to to be there for them as well yeah Alander how do you think um coach being a part of the Puerto Rican national team how do you think it's benefited you guys at Evansville the most just him having that experience also you having that experience too yeah I feel he's I feel he's great because then oh when people look at him they can be like oh yeah he's the coach of the Evansville um, volleyball team then you know he like spray the spray spray the boys of our, our small town and also he can bring players from international places the, if he like a girl from I don't know Mexico team he can be hey I am a coach from the NCAA you know play the best volleyball in the U.S. and then he can bring some girls from different countries so I feel like really beneficial he he representing the national team he represents UE he can bring girls over he can he can do a lot of things yeah um this next question for both of you we'll start with Fernando um what are the best ways to amplify the voices of Hispanic athletes I think now nowadays there's so many ways with social media and you know the internet being accessible to everybody I think uh our department does a great job of, of using those uh, those outlets. I think also uh, every player and us as coaches, we have to use our, our own personal uh, social medias uh, to spread the voice. Uh, I, like I told you, uh, we have had, we have four now, we have a lot of Hispanic players. We have had maybe seven since I've been there and they've all been very successful. So so we have to you have, be that voice that there's a chance to come to the U.S. and, and play uh, any division volleyball, even division one, uh, we can be very successful coming from the Hispanic background. So uh, again, I think our department does it uh, really well. We thank you for helping us do that with this podcast. And I think we should get more involved uh, in our personal accounts. Yeah. Alondra, any thoughts on that? 
yeah I would say like never be afraid to speak if you feel like something you know if you feel happy you should say hey I'm happy here I feel like very blessed if you feel sad if you have inconvenience always like be the voice you're always gonna have someone to support you you're gonna have your teammates your coaches your school your department so always be like um if you gotta say something you know respectfully you say hey I think this even you know because of our, where we come from or something, something. just don't be afraid to like say what you think and like, you know, you can speak. Maybe another person feels like you feel and was afraid to say it. So make sure you're always like, if you gotta say something, you know, don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Well, going back to last year's season, Evansville, that you made the postseason for the first time in program history. Uh, it was the Aces best season since 1988. How much pride do both of you take in the progress the program has made? Um, Alondra, you've been here, this is your fifth year now, and obviously, Coach, you've been here longer than that even. Yeah, I, we've been here the same time. We're not longer. <laughs> you got in the same year. We got, so. we got here together. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, seeing the program grow, uh, it's been, you know, very something we appreciate a lot, you know, especially uh, – when we got here, the program was growing, but very slowly. So last four years, seeing it grow so fast, uh, it's been, you know, uh, some, you can see the work this girls put into. And, and I took like the first year Alondra was here as a freshman, I was the assistant coach and I took over as a head coach the next year. Uh, we, we started, this girl started in a different culture of, that we should get more together and care more about the program and it's not only about winning or losses of course that that matters a lot but you know having the program grow in different ways uh, uh and then i all the credit goes to the girls you know alondra has been here for these five years and and every every girl that comes in buys into the program and and you know we had a great year last year because of that not, only, not because we had one or two really good players it's because the, the 14 players 15 players have bought into what we want to do and, and we've been successful doing that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what Coach say, um, I feel also like since, um, you know, Coach Fernando takes over our team and being a head coach, we definitely like change our culture. And um, I've been here since five years and I think I'm be captain by three. So I always like make sure that whatever I teach my freshmen, my sophomore, we keep that culture. So when I'm gone, they keep doing the same thing what we did to you know be successful. successful for the, for the, you know, to keep going our program to be successful. So I always make sure me as a captain, I teach them what we, what I learned from coach, what he always tell me like, hey, your team is first, no matter what we stick together. So I always make sure that I teach my girls, my younger, my lower classmates to, hey, this is what we're gonna do. This is where we're gonna stick. And, you know, it's gonna make us better in the future. So I always teach them that since the beginning. Where have, Alondra, where have you seen the biggest change in just the team's mindset over the last five years? Um, I feel um, compared to my freshman year than now, we always, before it was like, we lost, it's okay, like we didn't matter. Now we actually care. It's like, we know we gotta win. We gotta, now we lost last weekend. Now we're gonna, coming hard this week, we're gonna work the double harder because we, we're gonna we're gonna be better. We wanna we wouldn't wanna be the, the team that was like four, I, I don't know, like six years ago, so we wanna be better. So yeah. I feel that mentality of like, no matter what happened, we're gonna work harder. We want, we want to win, we want to go, go out there and win. That's what the biggest change I can see from like past years and now. Yeah. 
Um, this one's for both of you, but coach, I'll start with you. The, the three that players you have from Puerto Rico and Alondra included in that, and then we'll, we'll throw Julia in there too, from Argentina. What is unique to their game and the style of volleyball played in, in Puerto Rico and in Julia's case, Argentina, that's really benefited Evansville as a team, because I, I definitely, there's, I don't know. There's just a noticeable difference in, in the style a little bit of how they play. Yeah, I think because in Puerto Rico, we don't have so many players that, like here in U.S., players have to be more complete. That's why you see Alondra, Melanie, and Julia, they play six rotations and do, they do everything well. And uh, maybe we don't have as big clubs and maybe so many coaches. So sometimes you get coaches that are not as experienced. Uh, so maybe you don't learn so many much technique or tactics so you you learn how to read the game and and that's why you see these players are so natural if you can say that because they 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 just play they just play and they learn from from uh they were four or five years old they started playing and they learn how to read the game and they learn how to and alondra was a setter too and julia was a middle before and oh, wow. so, so we have wow. to play every position and know every position and think that that's a, a huge advantage uh, over, you know, players here that we specialize them too early in the U.S. sometimes, and they don't know how, like, they don't have that, you know, game, like, all-around game, and they don't know how to read the game, like, like maybe the players from Puerto Rico or Argentina or smaller countries. Yeah, that's so interesting. That's, I mean, that's such a good point. And Alondra, that I, I had no idea you used to be a setter. So yeah. how did how did you transition? Because I mean, you can really tee off on people now, and um, you've got that power whip of an arm. So thank you. Well, I was I was um, since little I was really good with my hands, and so when I turned to fourteen, um, one of my coaches, Milton, which is really close to Coach Fernando, he I will play. Um, outside or right side in front row. And then when I would go back, I would sit. So when I was 14, he was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. This is terrible. So we got to get you something that you're going to be, you know, good in the future. So he started with my passing and he's like, when you actually can pass, like you're a great passer. So I feel you can be the outside hitter. So in the beginning, you know, the transitional setting and then he was, um, he would like say, hey, practice at four. I was here at three and we would practice just passing. So he helping me a lot in become an outside hitter. So from there until now, it was just outside, no more setting for me. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And how how old were you when you started playing volleyball? I was five. Okay, awesome. Yeah, because my dad was a volleyball coach at home, and he <laughs> just put me there. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Fernando, I I came across. I was doing some digging, and so I'd I'd love to have the backstory here. I saw some pictures you posted of your your dad, who I believe was on the Puerto Rican basketball team, um, national basketball team. And there was pictures of him actually being guarded by Michael Jordan. So what is the backstory with that? Yeah. So my dad, uh, he played in the national team, basketball national team for 20 years. He's a two-time Olympian, uh, should have been a three-time Olympian. They qualified for Moscow when the U S uh, didn't go and Puerto Rico decided not to go. So, uh, there's one picture in 1983 when Jordan was in college still and the USA national team used to play with college players. So my dad was already in the national team back then. And then the other one is 92 when the dream team played 
Uh, my dad was in that 92 Olympics in Barcelona. And actually, I went to watch the Olympic qualifier in Portland. So I did go watch that first dream team. That was one of the best experiences in my life. So, yeah. But my dad in Puerto Rico is, everybody knows him. <laughs> the, the stadium in, in my hometown is named after him. And there's a statue of him in front of the stadium. Wow, so, yeah. Really? We're a big, yeah, we're a big sport family. My mom used to play in the volleyball national team. My uncle was the captain of the basketball national team. So we're a big sport family. So how did you, because your family, you know, basketball and volleyball, how, how much pressure did you get to play basketball over volleyball from your dad? So they, he never, he never told me or put me pressure. My, after I decided volleyball, my mom will tell me that I got all the pressure. My mom got all the pressure because he thought she was pushing me to play volleyball, but she no one, no one did, I think. And I played both until I was 20. Yeah. Actually, I got recruited to college to play basketball. I never oh, played really? basketball. I played really? volleyball. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I decided uh, when I was 20, I couldn't do both anymore. So I decided for volleyball. I think, you know, it went okay for me. Yeah. I'd say it went really well for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, as, as you sort of mentioned earlier, you are, you're also, besides Evansville's head volleyball coach and the Puerto Rican women's national team coach. You're also the technical director of the Evansville United Volleyball Academy. How have you worked to grow the game of volleyball in the Evansville community? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to take the credit. We have a great group in the club. You know, uh, my wife, Michelle does a lot. Coach Tony does a lot. Melissa, my assistant coach. Now Alondra is involved. Melanie is involved also. And, and it has grown a lot. Uh, we, when I got to to Evansville, there were we had seven teams in the club. Now we are up to twenty eight. I think we have committed 11, 12 kids to Division One, eight to Division Two, a couple to Division Three. So, so we are <laughs> growing the game a lot. And and of course, it helps everybody now that uh, USI is in Division One too. Uh, that helps a lot also. So. Mm -hmm. Volleyball is growing a lot in the, in the Midwest. It's, volleyball is not uh, dominated by California anymore, and that's a great thing. So we, we want to keep it growing in the area and, you know, take advantage not only for us. I, we have some girls in other schools in the NBC uh, that, uh, that went to our club. So we are, you know, happy to, to be helping everybody, and especially the NBC, to grow and get better. Yeah. Alondra, what is it like to be part of that, that group? Oh, I love it. I love coaching. I, I feel like I, I learned so much as a, as a being mean coaching. I learned so much as a player because sometimes I'll be telling my girls, you did this wrong. And I'm like, but you do it too. So <laughs> I like you learn a lot being a coach such a young age. Um, so I love it. And I'm sad because I'm graduating in December that I will be part of it. But I know anytime I need to come back, I will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny, oh, go ahead. The go. first. The first tournament Alondra coached this year, she she was nervous and she had a, lo a lot of notes. And after the first game, she came to me and like, I'm you coaching. I say the exact same thing she told me <laughs> and she was freaking out about that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I, was, I don't want to be you, like you coach, come on. <laughs> nice. Alondra, Fernando, obviously he played professionally. Uh, he was a three-time pro league champ. How has has that helped and just the experience he's had not only as a coach but as a player professionally helped you with with some of your post Evansville goals of I, I would assume playing professionally yeah um 
first I like that he was a player before because I feel he understand me a lot. Like he was a player, you know, he he understand when I'm frustrated, when things don't go in my way, he understand me because he played volleyball. Also, he um, helping me a lot because I want to play pro after UE. So he, you know, he gave me advice and he gave me, hey, I think you should do this. It's going to be better for you. I recommend you this. So he helped me a lot in like how I am now. And I think he's going to help me way more when I want to, you know, play pro and decide what I'm going to do after. Yeah, awesome. Uh, for the first time in Missouri Valley Conference history, Evansville will be hosting the volleyball championship in November. So coach, I'll start with you. What is the excitement level like to, to bring it to the community there? Yeah, the, like we talked before, the volleyball community is growing so much, you know, the club uh community is very excited to be there watch it uh our team of course when we got the news <laughs> we were we didn't believe it he uh, uh and the the department is making a great job of organizing and getting ready for it so so i think it's gonna be a great uh atmosphere uh we're gonna they're gonna put a great show uh mix if you haven't been to mix family field house it it's a small gym, but it feels like there's 10,000 people in it because it gets loud. Uh, mm -hmm. So hopefully we can make a run and make it loud in there. Uh, we are still figuring out a lot of things uh, since we lost uh, Melanie this year. She won't be able to play, but we have, you know, players that can come in and do the job, but we're still, you know, adjusting to, to the things. So we're uh, hoping we can we can get it together uh, before the NBC tournament and make a run. I'm, I'm sure, you know, we will. Yeah. Alondra, uh, what about you? What, what's the excitement yes. level, especially being your, your final year? Yes. When coach told me, I was so excited because it's my last year. And I was like, coach, why well, we don't do the tournament every year. And then this year, finally, we made it. So I'm happy for that. That is my last year. I got to play at home also because my family will be able to come. Oh, good. Think, yes. The last two times we made it to the tournament, my parents couldn't because it was like in a different places. So it's hard for them. But this year it's at home. So it's easier. So all my family can come over and that's just make me happy. That's great. Um, as, as we kind of close this podcast, any closing thoughts on how everyday people can be a good ally, ally to our Hispanic friends and neighbors? Um, obviously, you know, in, in the collegiate uh, landscape space, that's just sort of a given we do that. But um, from a broader sense in the more general community, and Alondra, I'll start with you. I will say all the time, um, if, if, if people have questions about where we come from, how is our culture, how is everything, just always ask. We're, we're, we're not, we love to share how we, how, where we're from, um, our, our culture is, like we, we love it. So every time if you got a question, you always can ask, no matter what, we, we're just going to be able to tell you, yeah, we love it. Fernando. Yeah, I think uh, people are, are care more than, than what people think. Uh, and I go with a story last year. We had an, an unfortunate incident in, in one game from a random fan. And, and when we talked about it, you know, all the conference came together. All the coaches reached out to us. All the players reached out to our players. We did a video before our games and, and you know, we felt that support and, and people wanting to help us. So, so I think people don't, Op openly talk about it but they they do really support us and they do really you don't want us to feel at home yeah. regardless if it's our our teammates from Evansville or or people from other teams in our in our conference you know we uh, every game we go to we feel like they they support us and they acknowledge how successful people like 
players like Alondra Marani have been, they always, you know, wanted to ask them and talk to them when they get hurt. They ask them why they're not playing. They, they want, you know, to know and, and to support them. Yeah. Uh, last one for me, and then I'll give you a chance to yeah. add anything you, you both want to add. But, um, you know, the next time that I'm traveling to Puerto Rico, if I have to go get a meal, what, what's my, what should be my go-to meal there? Mofongo. <laughs> <laughs> and explain, like, explain what that is for people that don't know. Yeah, it's like a plantain that we have at home and then you fry it and it's like, you make it like a little bowl and it's like, oh, you feel nice. like you can put chicken, beef, um, seafood, whatever you like, and you just put it inside and you have to get it with mayo ketchup, which is like ketchup <laughs> and mayo. Okay. It's the sauce we have at home and then you just eat it. <laughs> nice. Coach, what about you? Any recommendations? I think mofongo is the, the most popular one, but you know, right, the rice and beans in Puerto Rico are also very yeah. good and very popular. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, mofongo is definitely the, the first yeah. thing that comes to mind. Okay, good to know. I'll, I'll file that away. Um, <laughs> you know, before I, before I let you go, anything that each of you would like to add, um, you know, about Evansville, about your team, uh, about your own, you know, Puerto Rican heritage and the Hispanic culture, anything we haven't mm -hmm. talked about so far? I think I think we've covered a lot, uh, most if not a lot of it. Uh, again, I want just wanted to thank our department, uh, the NBC in general, not only the offices of the NBC that they've been very supportive, but the other teams and and, and uh, athletic departments. They always have uh, been very helpful and asking, and and we have any trouble because I don't know we maybe might not understand everything. To perfection because English is not first language and always willing to help. Yeah, we appreciate that you guys are having us and you know take your time for like do this type of interview that I'm sure that is really helpful for like other girls and families and programs. Yeah. Well it's great to, to see you both. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'll see see you both in person uh next next weekend, a week from this weekend uh at Illinois State. Look forward to calling your game then. But um, thanks so much for taking the time with us today. Thank you. Thank you.